Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win stacks of cash by entering the 150K Crack the Code giveaway. Brought to you by your local paper, now through July 14th. Look for the code on page A2. Then visit 150kgiveaway.com and submit your entry. You could win the grand prize of $100,000. Grab the paper every day. Get the code on page 2A and improve your chances to win tons of weekly cash prizes. Visit 150kgiveaway.com for details. Welcome to Real Moms Get Real. I'm Deirdre. And I'm Maureen. And we are bringing you episode 10 of our fun family and parenting podcast. We're so glad you joined us. And guess what? We're on Apple Podcasts, Maureen. Isn't that fabulous? Yeah, it's crazy. With only podcast number 10, we're excited. We are very excited. We're happy to be part of that. So guess what? You can subscribe there. So download Apple Podcasts if it's not on your smartphone and start listening. And you can find us on Facebook, of course, at Real Moms Get Real and Twitter, Real Moms 2, the number two. So connect with us, share your thoughts, ideas, reach out to us with questions. We'd love to hear from you. We sure would. And uh, right now we'd like to say Happy Father's Day. Drum roll to all those dads. All those great dads in our lives, husbands, dads, fathers, grandfathers. We love them. We love them. Exactly. Who do so much for our kids, for our family life. Um, Georgia, what are you guys doing for Father's Day this year? Well, you know, it's funny because all my kids are going to be around and I am not orchestrating it. They're all grown. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let them take charge of how they celebrate their dad. And I feel like this is a shift for us because we used to, you know, really guide the kids. But once they're older, they take the wheel. And yeah. my husband even said to me recently, I said, uh, on Mother's Day, I said, did you get me a gift? He said, you're not my mom. I said, oh, I see. But uh, no, we love our dads. What are you guys doing? Anything? Yeah. So one of my sons actually brought up Father's Day first in our family this year. He said to me this earlier this week, mom, what are we doing for Father's Day on Sunday? And it turns out some folks in our family have a work commitment or two. So what we're going to do is be celebrating Saturday night. We're going to take my husband out, a father of four, and we're excited to be able to celebrate him. You got to be flexible. And, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes culturally dads are overlooked. And I just think it's important on that day, let them do what they want. If they want to go golfing, yeah, they, right. however they want to spend it. A lot of dads have to work. They're overlooked, except when you hear about the tie commercials, and uh, the no golf kidding. commercials, no and kidding. the golf shirt commercials, <laughs> and everything else. Everything else. But, you know, to our dads who are going to be working Sunday, we appreciate you and uh, just have a great day. So true. There are 
you know, especially in today's economy, when people can work from home, they can work at night. But so many fathers are uh, taking care of households, too. And you don't often hear about that or even see that, Deirdre. Um, but it is more and more common. It right? is. It really is. And uh, I want to say Happy Father's Day to my dad, Uh Love and appreciate you, Dad. And Maureen, you don't have your dad anymore. That's a different type of Father's Day. Yeah. I, I thank God I haven't experienced that yet, but that must be a little bittersweet. It is. I mean, he's five years gone. Um, we miss him terribly. He was a great dad in so many ways. And I have written about this. We can share um, some of my essays about my dad on our Facebook page, Deirdre. You have beautiful we, essays oh, about your dad. You. We can put that there so that people can read it at their leisure and enjoy it. But um, it's very hard to encapsulate what dads mean to us. It really is. And dads and daughters. Dads and daughters are Mm -hmm. are special. So so everybody enjoy your Father's Day. And what what do we got next, Maureen? Something about diapers? Believe it or not, we are now, that's right, we are now (laughs) going to segue right to diapers. But this is also, Deirdre, connected to dads because, yes, and this is very interesting for, for everyone to know about, Pampers, the company that makes Pampers, you may have heard this, has now decided to pay for the installation of something like five thousand baby changing tables. Love that across the country in men's restrooms. I thought that was already happening. I, I cannot I believe it's not. I mean, I don't. I'm never in men's rooms unless it's by accident because yeah. I've wandered in there. But uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I thought the they had is, changing right, tables. So here's the story, Deirdre. So. You know, as moms of children, obviously, when we were changing our kids, when you're on the run or you're shopping or you're wherever you may be, you're traveling, even women's restrooms not all that long ago didn't have proper changing tables or separate areas, right, for the babies, for the infants. Many still don't, but especially men's restrooms did not. Well, because of a father who posted something nice. in the fall of 2018 that ended up going viral, um, Pampers has now gotten involved, and it's working together with other companies. Uh, the changing table company, Koala Care, <laughs> um, they're now finding the most needed locations for these uh, changing rooms for for men. So they're going to be starting out, Deirdre, in some of the big cities, including Cincinnati, Dallas, Detroit, um, and not just, you know, in store men's rooms, but public places like parks, libraries, other spots. That's awesome. It's always Um, been on the mom to change the baby, and some of the dads are probably happy. They're like, well, I would change the baby, but we don't have a changing table. But somehow urinals... And baby changing just don't seem to go <laughs> together That's in my mind. We need a separate spot. That's with so right. many dads staying home. That's being right. the primary caregiver now, or even taking their kids to do errands or whatever it may be. The dad, Deirdre, that posted this picture of himself doing a balancing act. Crazy. He was squatting down. I saw the pic. Yeah, it was not trying to change his little son across his knees, across his legs. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. It's like borderline dangerous. What I was looking at and he was probably like had a little light bulb moment like wait a minute yeah well what happened was the hashtag was even squat for change (laughs) hashtag squat (laughs) for change and this initiative went viral back in October 2018 and even 
musician John Legend has gotten involved now. Nice, love um, him. Because he he obviously is a dad too, and he believes that that men need more options for taking care of their kids. Absolutely. So this is a great great move. I don't know what my husband would have done back in the day though, because he when he was uh, changing a poopy diaper, he used to. Um, like to wear like a ski mask and that had nose plugs that he made he did not like changing the poopy diaper so but you know what men are so important in their babies lives not just their kids lives their babies lives and they're recognizing more and more how important they are so good job pampers i always did love pampers i know dude do you i remember i mean having trouble finding a decent place to change my children when they were babies and it was not all that long ago it wasn't um and i can remember one time i had no choice but to use the floor of a women's restroom now i remember i put down i think whatever odd pieces of clothing i had with (laughs) me and remember those plastic pads that i would use but they came out of the baby bag yeah i'd put down everything i had in the baby bag to make you know a cushion or some separation between my child and the floor and but i remember changing my kids there because there was no other place to do it do you remember, so. uh, I don't know if you've had this experience, being on a road trip mm-hmm. and you're not near a rest area, you have to pull over, pray to God that you're safe in yeah. the dark and somehow change your baby's diaper on the car seat, hoping that you get everything because the baby's sick, Yeah, you know, maybe having a little bathroom issue. So parents yeah. do what they have to do. But yeah. I'm really happy that um, Pampers has stepped up and John Legend too. Right. right Kudos right. This to This is him. a good move. Yeah. And we both know a lot of dads, Deirdre, who have stayed home with the kids while their wives oh, yeah. work during the day. We, I have a neighbor, a close friend neighbor um, who's doing that right now. He's an attorney uh, and she's... Um, she has a job in Manhattan, and he stays home with their two kids, and they're doing a fantastic job. And, you know, in many ways, I think um, dads parent in such a neat way because they don't get caught up in the minutia. Mm-hmm. You know, they really focus on the kid, where sometimes women... But they get the job done they in their get own the, way. I mean, yeah. even if it doesn't look that pretty, the connection is there. And you know what we say on Real Moms Get Real parenting is not about perfection it's about connection yeah for sure for sure so thank you pampers and um all right so i think what we're going to do next morning we have a favorite segment called our favorite things and these are recommendations that we want to share with you from our own experience and uh We hope that you will um, try some of these out yourself. Sometimes it's a product. Sometimes it's a book. Mine today is a book. It's a children's book. And I recommend it for boys and girls, really. But I think little girls would especially love it. It's uh, from 1965. Yeah, it's an oldie but a goodie. It's a dog-eared book. It's a dog-eared. And I'm. I'm, (laughs) Do you hear that? I'm moving the pages. It has that wonderful old book smell. This is my copy from from when I was a little girl, and my mother used to read it to me. And it's called The Best Loved Doll by Rebecca Caudle, uh, illustrated by Elliot Gilbert. And what I love about it is it really... It's about a little girl who has all these beautiful dolls mm-hmm. and one doll that isn't beautiful because she's been loved so well. Aww. So her little makeup is worn off and her little dress is kind of tattered. 
the little girl gets invited to a birthday party and, and there are going to be prizes mm-hmm. for the best doll and she decides to go with her old favorite. Oh, that's a sweet So you story. have to get the book to see what happens. But what I got as a child from it is it really is not about appearances. It's about how much you're loved and how much uh, you can love others. Now, see how long that message stayed with you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, mid-50s now. And you're sharing it with your kids, and I'm, I'm sharing sure. it, And I've or shared it with already, my kids. Yeah. And so for, I think, a sp- well, boys could get a lot out of this, too. But really, for little girls, maybe love dolls or boys who do, um, I think it would especially resonate with them. So that's my pick today. That is wonderful. And people can find it on Amazon, It's on I'm Amazon. Sure. I just checked. You don't yeah. have to go to a local antique store. But uh, it's a simple. It's simply written. It doesn't have a lot of big words, and the illustrations are precious. So everybody, the best love doll by Rebecca Caudle. Uh, check it out. I have a little doll like that, but it's a tiny little clown doll, Deirdre, from when I was a little girl. And it is also truly worn. The little hat is kind of like half ripped off. Don't and, you love her? Yeah. I want to show you. I'm showing you the picture right oh, now. Oh, sweet. Isn't she sweet? Yeah. And she has to lay down on the bed because she's so old and tired. Oh, so the little girl keeps her on That the sounds bed. like a great story. But also... Um, uh, life, lifelong and lasting messages, right? It's Far true. beyond the story. It's kind of like how our generation feels about the Dr. Seuss's. I mean, we raised our kids on those. So, yeah. so what do you got? All right. So today, my favorite thing for this podcast number 10 on Real Moms Get Real is something, Deirdre, you and I are both dog lovers. Um, You're making me hungry, which is strange. All of our pooches have actually had these, so we can both speak to this. But these are all-natural dog biscuits, and they're made by Meredith's Bread, which can be found online, meredithsbread.com. Now, get a load of the ingredients, and you hear the paper crinkling in the background, I apologize, but the all natural amazing ingredients Deirdre in the beef flavored dog biscuits is the following whole wheat flour white flour beef broth wheat germ cornmeal eggs cane molasses and soybean oil and we were we were joking. We were saying if there was no other food in our house, <laughs> no, I would house, literally have one and right now. We were now. truly desperate. We could <laughs> throw start, me one, throw me a bone, munching <laughs> one of these. But um, the packaging also says that these are supplements. Of course, this is not you know a dietary staple for for our animals. But my dogs love yeah. those. Maureen has gifted my three dogs with these, and I was just telling her before we started recording, one of my little dogs. And these are little bones. They're, they're, you know, they're treats. They're not chewies. But one of my little dogs just choked, and I think he almost died. Not on these, though. Not on those. (laughs) He had a big, you know, one of those rawhide chewies. Yeah. And he likes to eat half of it and then try to swallow the other half. It was so dangerous. And I shouldn't even give him those, and I'm not, I'm going to stick with the Mm -hmm. Merediths. But um, I think he came close to meeting his maker because he started running around gagging. and That's so scary. Yeah, so I appreciate when you bring those to my dogs and everybody. The dogs seriously do love them. Yeah, and these are honestly these are handmade. They're all different sizes. So some are so some are you know a single bite or two for for a dog. Um, others, you know, will take a few minutes for the dog to chew on. But 
they're nice little treats. You know they're healthy. Um, it can be a midday treat or, a, you know, an after-dinner treat for your dog. And you know that you're giving giving your pooch something healthy. So, Well, it's just like us. We're trying to clean our diets. I think people are getting wise to, especially when it comes to pet food. I think in the past they've just jammed so much crap oh, into... I like all those boxes of, and those, you know, things with with uh, all kinds of funky ingredients. Exactly. You don't know what the animals are Do you are remember Gaines burgers for dogs? They used to look like hamburgers. And my dogs always loved those. Mm-hmm. And one time I was upset with my sister. She was about six, and I slapped one of those Gaines burgers into a bun Yeah, and told her it was lunch. Oh. <laughs> I what? was punished. I was punished oh. for that. Oh, my goodness. We still laugh. I know. We still laugh about that. But, um, yeah, so everybody check those out. Now, Deirdre, this is the perfect segue, actually, into our last segment of this podcast, which I can't believe this podcast I know. is going so fast. Flew by. Um, and we're listeners, we are so glad that you're with us and are following us um, and keeping up with all of all of the things that we share with you. But our parenting problem of the day, Deirdre, we're going to take that on now, is also food-related. And this is a story about how hard it is to get little kids to eat their vegetables. Oh, man. And, it's like the cavemen were probably dealing with yeah. that. You know, yeah. it's like time immemorial parents are dealing with this problem. And it might sound, you know, kind of blase, but it's important. Kids' diets are important. They learn better. They rest better mm-hmm. if they're well-fed. Mm-hmm. So it's just a fact of life. we got to right. feed them right. So I can remember, you know, ki- kids... At, at a certain age, start resisting certain types of foods. It might be the color, it might be the texture, um, but there are a lot of sneaky ways that parents of very young children can actually get those vegetables in their kids' diets. For example, if it's peppers or tomatoes or, or carrots even, those can be hidden or, or you know put in a sauce and the child doesn't necessarily know the uh, you know the the healthy vegetables are in there. They can be minced up very finely so that the child doesn't perceive that they're crunching on um, raw vegetables. They can be called a different name, right? Horse of a different color. <laughs> lying. Uh, instead of saying vegetable, or, or we call it green lying. pepper. You, know, um, you can call it something different. Um, now, Maureen, does this work on husbands, or is this well, just kids? Let's just hope that. <laughs> Grown men are <laughs> in a Have different you met spot mine? on that. And are, okay. um, although I will say mine does not like broccoli. My that husband will off-limits. not eat peas. And he's actually like really got something against them. And I, they're so innocent and yummy. I, he won't, he it's won't have it. It's preference, right? It is. And it, it might is. come down to the texture or maybe how it was served. I said, did something traumatic happen to you? Did is someone dressed as a giant pea? say something to you it's awful the way he eats a pee but anyway i will just advise we would advise parents you will get through this stage when your kids are resisting healthy vegetables and fruits on you won't be serving pizza for the rest of their lives oh my or chicken nuggets yeah they will get to the part the part of life where you can put out a tray of fresh vegetables of maybe cut up peppers, broccoli, um, celery, other things, and start munching on them. Maybe with a little dip at first, but you will get there. So stick with it. Get through that. Um, Hide the veggies if you have to. But there are so many neat ways to serve your kids healthy 
foods that are good for them. And we can share that on our Facebook page too, Deirdre. And it's so true. Like if you get an organic ranch dressing, kids love ranch dressing, and you put out celery Mm -hmm. and carrots and really kind of just be firm. I mean, parents used to say, look, this is what we have. Try that and just don't... Don't make it a big deal. Exactly. Just keep presenting it. Keep presenting I, it. That's I right. I think a parenting fail of mine was that I didn't do that. They eventually got good diets as they got older, but no thanks to me, really. Kids have to see the same food That's right. and have them be offered to them Don't over give up. and over and over again. That's right. I forget what the exact number is offhand. We can find that. But it's something like 10 to 12 times they have to see a food before... They try it in many cases. So remember, repetition, keep trying, don't give up. Right, don't um, give up. Eat it yourself. Yeah, eat it yourself. Show that you enjoy it. I remember giving my kids strawberries with sugar on the side when they were very, and then they would dip the <laughs> so strawberries cute. in the sugar. And then eventually they were like, Mom, we don't need the sugar. The strawberries See, that's- are great. I remember um, putting, uh, dicing up carrots, you know, the just the slices, uh, shaved carrots and hiding them in peanut butter, but I didn't do it, I guess, thinly enough, and my son was pulling them out of his teeth. <laughs> he said, what's <laughs> oh, wrong no. with our peanut butter? So another parenting fail, but... Um, Crunchy veggies, peanut butter. <laughs> it just wasn't peanuts. Like very stringy peanut Funny. butter, but um, it's a good tip, and uh, so just don't give up the fight, parents. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, this, believe it or not, wraps up podcast number 10. Thank you all for joining us. Find us on Facebook, Real Moms Get Real, on Twitter, Real Moms 2, and in many other places now. That's right. And don't forget, we're on Apple Podcasts, so subscribe today. Happy Father's Day, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.